Pastor Chuk Sogoye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye. Good evening. Welcome to a beautiful Wednesday evening to another edition of our online masterclass, Understanding the Goodness of God. We have been sharing on... Uh, the subject of the goodness of God for the last 64 episodes. Tonight is episode number 65. Uh, we are delving in on, on, on the subject of the goodness of God once again tonight. I'm really excited on uh, the things that we are learning about the goodness of the God that we serve. Uh, the goodness of God is such a an important aspect of God, an important uh, attribute of God. God has many attributes, but his goodness is an awesome attribute. You know, the word God and good are very close to each other. And, and if there is any attribute of God that has been so maligned by the enemy, that has, the enemy has done everything to obscure is the attribute of the goodness of God. The, 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 the inability of God to do evil. The, the inability of God to project evil or to let evil come out of him. If there's anything that the enemy has fought, in fact, as a matter of fact, the first assault on humanity regarding uh, the character of God, regarding the, the, the nature of God, was an assault on his goodness. That is to tell you how much the enemy does not want man to stay with the goodness of God. Because, you see, in the Garden of Eden, the, the, the devil came out and, and assaulted Adam's mind. Uh, his wife, he, himself, their minds were assaulted. Their soul started from Eve. And her mind was assaulted uh, uh, to doubt the goodness of God, and, and 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 you wonder why would why would the enemy go for that first? The reason is, as long as man believed in the goodness of God, man will rule the earth. As long as man held on to his faith in the goodness of God, because remember that it it has to be by faith. Uh, see, God is a God of faith. So anything we are doing with God, it takes faith. So to believe in the goodness of God, Adam and his wife had to hold on to it by faith. They got to believe it by faith. And it is what they believe that causes it to manifest. So, so, so they, they, uh, as long as they lived in the garden, believing in the goodness of God, they saw the goodness of God all around them. They saw the hand of God in their environment. They had dominion. They had opulence. They had abundance. Things were working for them as long as they believed in the goodness of God. Until the enemy came and assaulted their belief in the goodness of God. 
And the moment they, they agreed that God was not good, the moment, and, and you know, they agreed. How do I know they agreed? They acted on what the enemy said. They, the moment they agreed that God was not good, they lost everything. The dominion they had was gone. Meaning that that dominion, this is, this is our, our contemplation tonight. By the way, my, my subtitle tonight is that God's goodness confers dominion. God's goodness confers dominion. You see, as long as they focused and believed in the goodness of God, they ruled in the garden. They, 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 their dominion over all of creation was sustained as long as they sustained their belief in the goodness of God. Wow. As long as they believed that God was good, they, they were ruling and manifesting dominion. The moment they doubted it, they lost dominion. So, so what that says to me and you is that if we are going to come into the dominion that is prophesied in scriptures in, for this season, for this time, we have to lock in convincingly, powerfully in the concept of the goodness of God. This is the reason why God will have us sharing on his goodness and publishing and screaming and, and preaching about the goodness of God so that God's people will once again go back to believing in his goodness. Because man is not going to come back into dominion if man does not believe in the absolute goodness of God. So, so everywhere in our consciousness, hear this tonight, everywhere in our consciousness, that, that, that original lie that the devil told, sold to, to Eve, and Eve you know, passed it on to Adam, and they acted on that lie. Everywhere that lie is, has tainted the consciousness of man. Let me tell you what God is doing in this season. God is wanting to wipe it. God is wanting to erase it. God is wanting to wash it completely out of the thinking of the church. So all of that wrong perception of God as a God who does good sometimes and does evil some other times, a God who can, who can, you know, uh, 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 inflict sickness, a God who brings a tragedy on his people, a God who can unleash a coronavirus on the planet, as long as God's people are painted in their thinking with such thoughts, the church will not come into, into real dominion. The church will not come into real dominion. Do you know that, 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 that Jesus walked in the kind of dominion he walked in because he believed in the absolute goodness of God? You see, I, I'm going to show you tonight. I really got I'm going to show you. Let, let's, let's go to the scriptures. I'm going to show you tonight that, that uh, the miracle ministry that Jesus had, where he had complete dominion over time, over space, and over matter. And eventually, listen, and eventually, dominion over life and death. All of that came as a result of him believing in the goodness of God. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's all the fruit of his faith in the goodness of God. And, and, and as he walked the, 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 the face of the earth... In the course of his earthly ministry, as long as he believed in the goodness of God, he had dominion over time, he had dominion over space, he had dominion over matter. And eventually, 
because of his belief in the goodness of God. <laughs> Even when his flesh wanted to doubt in the Garden of Gethsemane, let me not get ahead of myself. Uh, but when his flesh wanted to doubt, he was able to bring his flesh under to still believe in the goodness of God. And that was what gave him authority and victory over death, victory over sickness, victory. And, and he came out, uh, out of the grave, having defeated Satan, having defeated death, because he believed in the goodness of God. So, let's, let me show you some scriptures to validate what I'm trying to pass across tonight. You, would, you, would, you, you, you want to meditate on the goodness of God every day. You want to fixate, you want to obsess on the goodness of God every day because what, what, what you are obsessing on, what you are fixating on, what you are preoccupied on, it will eventually bring you to a place of total dominion in this life. And I know, and anybody who is a Bible student, you will agree with me, there is prophetic uh, indication that in the times we are living in, the church will come into real dominion. The church will come into real power. Hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. We are at the beginnings, the beginnings of the greatest revival of the power of God and the presence of God that the planet had ever experienced. <laughs> We, we are at the, at the brink of it. And what is going to bring that revival? What is going to cause that, that shower, that downpour of that revival is the fate of the church of God. Amen. The fate of the people of God restored in the absolute goodness of God. That all that wrong teaching and all that junk that has been flying around before now, God is wanting to clear that thing, clear it completely from the mind and the consciousness of his people where we can still believe once again that our God is absolutely good. That our God has no evil in him. No evil proceeds from him. No evil can come out of him. Hallelujah. He is an absolutely good God. So tonight, let's Let's read Psalm 23. I want to start from Psalm 23. Uh, we read at verse 1. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to the last verse. But I want to read from verse 1 for good understanding. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The reason why the Lord will provide for me that I do not want is his goodness. The goodness of God causes provision to overflow in my life where I do not want. And I, and I want to declare today in the name of Jesus that, that the hand of God is, is over you to cause provision to abound even in this season in the name of Jesus. The goodness of God will cause provision to abound for you. It, the goodness of God will make a way where there seems to be nowhere. Hallelujah. He said, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. For sheep, green pastures is the best, the best place that you can put sheep in. And the Bible says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. That's his goodness. 
His goodness causes me not to visit green pastures, not to walk through green pastures, but to lie down in the midst of the best, in the midst of in, in the midst of the very best that sheep could ever ask for. God says, My goodness makes my sheep to lie down in green pastures. He says, He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So he causes my steps to be ordered in the paths of righteousness. He, he helps me navigate away from sin and from temptation, from evil. He, walk, he causes me to walk in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Listen. The goodness of God will preserve you. Will preserve you from sin. Will preserve you from the traps of the enemy. The goodness of God. In other words, the more I believe in the goodness of God, the more I focus, the more I confess the goodness of God over my life, over, oh yes, over, over, over my, 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 my work, my daily work, I am led in the path of righteousness. Somebody say, I believe in the goodness of God. Oh, I believe in the goodness of God. I believe in your goodness poured out in my life. In your goodness poured out over my health. Your goodness poured out over my family, over my relationships. In the name of Jesus. He says, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. My word. What will make me not fear evil? Why? Because the goodness of God abounds around me. So why should I be afraid of evil? <laughs> Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Listen, listen. God wants you to be so, so soaked and saturated with the thoughts of his goodness that even when you are walking through the valley, of the shadow of death, meaning you are close to whatever it is that the enemy, the worst that the enemy can ever throw at, throw out at you. You fear no evil because your mind is locked in on the goodness of God because you know He's coming to deliver you. You know that He will rescue you. You know that you will see His goodness in the land of the living. Hallelujah. Amen. So even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because no evil can befall me. No evil comes near my dwelling place. No evil can happen to me. Why? Because I believe in the goodness of God. For you are with me. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of of my enemies. <laughs> you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. While my enemies are, are trying to mess around, <laughs> the goodness of God abounds. A table is prepared. I prophesy to somebody tonight, a big table is prepared for you. In the midst of your, in the presence of your enemies, the enemies that, that want to hurt you, the enemies that want to hinder you, the enemies that want, the goodness of God has prepared a table for you 
in the presence of your enemies. You got to believe it. You got to receive it. You got to stand on it and declare that I will see. I am seeing. I am swimming in the goodness of God even now. I am swimming in it. Listen, listen. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are saying. Please hear what I'm teaching tonight. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are saying. Your faith in the goodness of God is what is required to change the circumstances that are not aligning. The circumstances that are, that are uh, 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 not congenial. It's your faith, your belief, in the good, your focus, your confession on the, of the goodness of God. So whatever is happening on the outside, it does not matter. He, say, he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In, in other words, death is somewhere around Kudia. Death is somewhere walking around. And he says the valley. A, a valley speaks of a low point. <laughs> a valley speaks of a low place. So even though I walk through uh, a season where I, it's low, where a season where it looks like the sun will shine, I'm in a valley. You know, because when the Bible speaks of mountain tops in Scripture, it talks about it's it's referring to height of spiritual experiences. When it speaks of a valley, it speaks of low points. A valley is a low point. So it says, even though I walk through, I go through a low point because I am locked in on the goodness of God. Because I am focused on the goodness of God, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. Listen, child of God. We are in the times, even with the pandemic and all that the enemy is doing, we are in the times where our faith in the goodness of God has to be strong. I believe that I will see the goodness of God, even in this season. So, because that's what navigates you, what, that's what guides you, that's what delivers you from the valley of the shadow of death. That's what delivers you when you are going through seasons that are rough. That's what delivers you. Your focus, your obsession, your, your fixation on the goodness of God. And that's the purpose of this, this online masterclass that I've been doing. To teach so that you, you will lock in on the goodness of God and stay Stay with that thought. Stay confessing it. Stay declaring it. Stay believing it. Stay meditating on the goodness of God. That's all you are supposed to be doing. And you watch yourself walk through that valley and then come out of the valley. He says, even though I walk through, it's a walking through. Amen. It's a walking through. Hear me, child of God, whatever it is that you're facing right now, you may be down, you may be low. It's a valley. You are walking through it. Because your eyes are fixated on the goodness of God. You're going to have to walk through the valley and come to the mountain top. You're not going to die. You're going to walk through. You're going to walk through this valley of the shadow of death. And you're going to come out on the other side. Hear me what, what I'm saying tonight. The, the doctor's report is going to change. Oh yeah, Mabosa. The, the, the lawyer's report is going to change. Oh yeah. Whatever it is they said that is, you know, that, that is creating this valley experience. What it is, whatever it is that your eyes are seeing that is creating this valley experience, I'm telling you right now, you are going to walk through it. 
You're going to walk through it and come out on the other side. I'm saying there's light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying there's light at the end of your tunnel. In the name of Jesus, there's light. There's light. You're going to walk through this thing and you come out on the other side with the testimony intact because the goodness of God is helping you. So verse 5 says, you prepare a table for, before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Now look at verse 6. Look at verse 6. It says, Surely, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely, goodness and mercy. What is making the psalmist so sure that goodness and mercy will follow him. Surely, he's saying surely, goodness and mercy will... Let me tell you what is making him so sure that goodness and mercy will follow him. You know, no, the picture here is like, you know, what you see in a wedding when the train of the bride, the, the, the tail of her dress follows her as she goes. I've seen some very elaborate wedding dresses that has such a huge train that and, and, and it just you know long train following. Wherever the bride goes, that thing follows. That's that's the picture in, in the psalm. That 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 goodness and mercy is following. In other words, goodness and mercy is attached to you, it's locked in on your person. Amen. What causes goodness and mercy? Hear me. What causes goodness and mercy to lock in on your person that they follow you everywhere you're going, like like a like a, a trailer that is hooked on a car. Everywhere the car goes, the trailer goes. What makes goodness and mercy follow you? Let me tell you what makes goodness and mercy follow you. When your thoughts, when your focus, when your meditation is locked in on the goodness of God, it starts following you. It starts following you. And this is what God wants for the church in this season. For the body of Christ to look in on the goodness of God. The body of Christ to believe and, 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 and look in irreversibly, undeniably, on the goodness of God. Where no argument can take you out. Nothing can, can dissuade you. Nothing can persuade you. Nothing can stop you. You look in on the goodness of God in your confessions, in your meditations, in your declarations. Your mouth is speaking it. Your, your heart is indicting it. Your mouth is speaking it. Your heart is indicting it. When you are so locked in on the goodness of God, it starts following you. That's why the psalmist says, Surely, he says, surely, or well, I declare for you, surely, as you look in on these teachings, as you look in on the surely, goodness and mercy starts following you. And look at what he says, all the days, all the days, every day of your life, every day of your life. Can I tell you, child of God, this is the will of God for you, that goodness and the mercy of God surround you, encompass you, enfold you all the days of your life. I want you to notice in my Bible, afterlife is a semicolon, meaning that what is following 
is connected to the thought that is there. What is following is connected to the thought that is there. Now, 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 let me recap a little bit. What makes goodness and mercy follow you? Goodness and mercy follows you because your mind is filled with it. So it overflows. So, so think of, think of a cup that is bubbling or a pot that is frothing and it overflows and pours and the whole thing pours on the on the exterior of the cup or the pot and it flows so think about think about like this that you are so full in your thinking in your thought in your confession even when the enemy is trying to tell you that things are going bad you are in the valley you say no 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 i am i am I am locked in on the goodness of God. I will see the goodness of God. I am seeing the goodness of God. The goodness of God is following me. And you are declaring it by faith. That's what Adam and Eve were supposed to do. To believe in the goodness of God and declare by faith. So that even when the enemy came to challenge it in their hearts. The great, listen, the greatest temptation of the devil on your life in this season is to cause you to doubt the goodness of God. It has always been his practice. It has always been his modus operandi. To cause you to doubt the goodness of God. To cause you to begin to shake on your inside regarding the goodness of God. That devil is a liar. You will see the goodness of God. So you fixate on it. When he's trying to say to you, no, you're not seeing goodness in your health. You will not see the goodness of God in your, in your finances. You will not see the goodness of God in that situation. You open your mouth and declare. You declare the goodness of God and you, you prophesy it, you declare it. And you see, the Bible says there, all the days of my life, and I will dwell, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to, I want to help you see the scripture from a different light. It's like a different way from the way you've seen it before. What does it mean to dwell in the house of the Lord? What does it mean to dwell, to dwell in the house of the Lord? The house of the Lord will suggest the, the residence of the Lord. It will suggest the throne of God. God is a king. So his house must be a palace. His house must have his throne. So when he says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Why? Why? It's connected to surely. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I've told you, because I focus on the goodness of God, he follows me. Because I focus on the goodness of God, he follows me. Okay? Because I confess the goodness of God, my heart is filled with the goodness of God. You see, there's a spiritual principle that whatever fills your heart and fills your mouth will overwhelm your life. Whatever fills your heart, pours out of your mouth, goes through your ears, in overflowing measure will overflow your life. So if you keep meditating on it and keep declaring it and keep confessing it, it will overflow your life. So, so goodness is following you because you're focusing on goodness. Mercy is following you because you are, you are drawing it in your thinking. You are drawing it with your declaration, with your confession. You keep confessing, you keep declaring it, and it pours, it follows you. And he says, because your life is filled with goodness, he says, 
you will dwell in the house of the Lord. You will dwell in the in the house in the presence of God. You will dwell near the throne of God. You will dwell next to the throne of God. Where is this place? The house of the Lord where you are dwelling is the place of power. Is the place of dominion. Let me show you some scriptures to explain what I'm trying to, to communicate tonight. Look at John chapter 1 verse 18. John chapter 1 verse 18. Focusing on the goodness of God. Allowing that this teaching to overwhelm your heart, overwhelm your thinking, overwhelm your declaration. You got to speak it every day. You got to think it every day. Meditate on it. Confess it. The goodness of God. Look at what it does. Look at John chapter 1, verse 18. John chapter 1, verse 18. I want to show you something. He says, no one has seen God at any time. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father. The only begotten Son, not who was, who is in the bosom of the Father. In other words, the only begotten son who dwells in the house of the Lord. Who dwells in the house of the Lord. Jesus dwelt in the house of the Lord. He dwelt in the bosom of the Father even though he was walking around in the earth. How did he dwell in the bosom of the Father? Jesus locked in on the goodness of God. Jesus locked in. His, his thinking was over 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 saturated with the goodness of God. That's all he thought about. And, and that's the reason why his life, Bible says he went about pouring out that goodness. Because that's all that filled his mind. That's all he was thinking about. That's all he was focusing about. His life began to overflow it. So he was doing good everywhere. Because the goodness that he was focusing on and receiving, he was able to give. He was able to give. We are only going to be able to give goodness in the form of healing because we are dwelling in the house of the Lord. We are dwelling in the bosom of the Father. We are allowing our minds. See, wherever, listen, wherever your head is, your body will stay there. Wherever your head is. So if your head is filled with the goodness of God, your body will stay there. So Jesus dwelt in the bosom of the Father because Jesus focused on the goodness of the Father. Jesus, that's all he thought about. That's all he declared. That's all he believed for. That's all he walked in. And that's all that came out of his life. Bible says he went about doing good because that's all he focused on. That's all he knew about the Father and his life manifested it. See, the Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 13, he says, no one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven. That is the son of man who is in heaven. So he was on earth, but he was in heaven. How, how was he on earth and in heaven at the same time? Because he kept his head filled with the goodness of God. He kept his thought locked in in the reality of the goodness of God. And his life was filled. So that's why he was in heaven. Listen, we are in the season where God is wanting the church to bring heaven down. 
But heaven is only going to come down. You know what Jesus taught us to pray? Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is only going to manifest on earth because our head stays in heaven. Our thoughts stays in heaven. Our thought stays in the goodness. Of, what is the atmosphere of heaven? The atmosphere of heaven is goodness. It's the goodness of God. That's the atmosphere of heaven. So our, as our thought is filled with it, our confessions are filled with it, we dwell in heaven. And as we dwell in heaven, we can manifest heaven on the earth. Hallelujah. We can manifest heaven on the earth. And, I, and I'm going to pray tonight. Whatever it is that you're facing, listen, listen, you may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but I want you to know that God says you will fear no evil. Why? You are able to bring heaven into that valley. You are able to bring heaven into that valley because that's, that's where your head is. So that valley in, in a short while will no longer be a valley of the shadow of death. That valley is going to be uh, the, the heaven. The heaven of heavens manifesting in your experience. I prophesy that heaven manifests in your experience. That heaven manifests around you. That heaven manifests in your home. When heaven manifests, goodness overflows. Goodness shows up. Goodness, goodness pours out everywhere. So, so in this season, God is wanting his church, his people, to recognize his goodness and accept that he's an absolutely good God. Believe in it, confess it, meditate on it until every iota of doubt that the enemy has sown in the consciousness of humanity coming up to now every every one of those doubts is completely washed and erased by the thoughts on and the consciousness of the goodness of god let me say this as i begin the roundup jesus walked in dominion and manifested heaven and poured out goodness all through his ministry because that's all he focused on. And the enemy wanted him to doubt it. At the last battle, the last battle that, the, that, the, that our master fought was the battle of the Garden of Gethsemane. That's the last battle. At that battle at, at Gethsemane, the enemy was trying to convince the master to give up on continuing with the project of the redemption of mankind with the project of the sacrifice of the cross the enemy wanted him to abandon it but you see the master remembered the goodness of god and and told the enemy off he says not my will i believe in your goodness i'm going to submit to your will and i know I know you are so good to me, Father. You are going to be with me. You are going to walk me through the valley of the shadow of death. As I'm going through this valley right now, the master went through the valley. He went to hell. As I'm going through this valley, I believe in your goodness. I fear no evil. So there's no need for me to deny the cup. I'm going to drink this cup because I believe your goodness is going to walk me through the valley of the shadow of death and I'm going to come out victorious. The Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him despised the shame, despised the cross. He went through it. He went through it. He did not allow the enemy because he believed that the goodness of God will show up for him in, the, in hell. He believed it. He believed it. And the Bible said, because he believed it, 
Bible says immediately angels were dispatched from heaven to strengthen him. I declare angels are coming to meet you in that valley right now. In that valley where you are right now. The valley of the shadow of death. Angels, I command in the name of Jesus. Angels are sent to strengthen you right now. Angels are sent to strengthen your resolve. To strengthen your faith right now. You will not give up. You will not throw in the tower. When the battle is tough, you are not going to throw in the tower. The goodness of God is coming through for you. In the name of Jesus. The master overcame because he believed in the goodness of God. I believe in the goodness of God. And that's why the last thing he said on the cross, unto you, Lord, I commit my spirit. I trust you. I trust you. You will not allow my soul to see, you will not allow my body to see corruption in hell. Hey, hey, I, I trust your goodness, that your goodness is going to come through. I trust your goodness. Your goodness is going to see me through. Even as I go through this valley of the shadow of death. And he submitted to death and went through that valley. <laughs> and came out victorious. I declare you today victory over death. Victory over lack. Victory over that impending embarrassment. Victory! Because the goodness of God is showing up for you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says in, in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is stayed. He will keep you in perfect peace. You stay in perfect peace because your mind is, is focused on the Prince of Peace. Can you see? Where your mind is, is what will fill your life. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Where your mind is locked in is what will fill your life. Look at that scripture. It says he will keep in perfect peace. He will cause perfect peace to surround him. Him whose mind is stayed. Him whose mind is focused on the Prince of Peace. When my mind is focused on the Prince of Peace, I will have peace all around. When my mind is focused on goodness, I will have goodness all around me. Uh, and so, child of God, I want you to make up your mind. Every day, you will confess the goodness of God. Every day, every day. Don't let any day pass without you meditating on the goodness of God. See the goodness of God overflowing in your life. See the goodness of God. He said, the psalmist says, I will, I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Every day that there is breath in your nostrils, you will see the goodness of God. See, see you experiencing the goodness of God every day. Declare it. The goodness of God is manifesting in your body as healing and as health. The goodness of God is manifesting in your finances as abundance. The goodness of God is manifesting in your marriage as harmony, as joy, as peace. I believe that I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I want to pray as I close tonight. I want to pray for somebody who is going through the valley of the shadow of death. You're going through a situation right now and it looks like it's so dark in that valley. It looks like it's so, so dark in that valley. You may be feeling low today. You may be feeling down today. But I came to pray for you. I came to encourage you. I want to speak over your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for somebody who is surrounded right now by the agents of hell, by the thoughts of, of death. By, but the enemy is trying to close in on somebody. Lord, I declare they fear no evil. 
and so I, I speak against the spirit of fear. I bind that spirit of fear, that uncertainty, that, 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 that anxiety. I bind it right now and I release angelic strengthening, angelic support for somebody tonight. I declare the name of Jesus that their mind is renewed and refreshed with the thoughts of God's goodness. I speak encouragement. Lord, even as you sent angels and they strengthened Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, even as he affirmed his faith in the goodness of God and, and committed to, to go through the process because they believed that he would see the goodness of God. Lord, I believe with my listener, I believe with my brother, with my sister, we will see the goodness of God even in this season. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let your anointing overflow in that situation to break the yoke even as they lock in on the goodness of God. The goodness of God is confirming dominion. The goodness of God is bringing them on top of what it is that they're going through. I declare it so in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you for hanging with me. We continue tomorrow evening with our daily broadcast. Uh, we continue tomorrow. God bless you. See you 7 p.m. South African time tomorrow. Amen. Good night. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.